On Monday, I released episode number 207, which was an interview with Matt Kirshner. Matt is not only the owner and operator of Red Naps Restaurant in Rochester, Michigan, but he's also a TikTok influencer. It's a great conversation with a ton of actionable advice, but I wanted to take the opportunity to uh, move this conversation forward. And in order to do that, we got to go back to the beginning. For anyone out there who doesn't know what this platform is, TikTok, who doesn't understand why TikTok is such a big deal uh, and doesn't know how or if they should get started on TikTok, this episode's for you. Tons of great information on this one. Episode number 208 of the Restaurant Strategy Podcast. There's an old saying that goes something like this. You'll only find three kinds of people in the world. Those who see, those who will never see, and those who can see when shown. This is Restaurant Strategy, a podcast with answers for anyone who's looking. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. My name is Chip Close and this is Restaurant Strategy, a podcast dedicated entirely to the hospitality industry. We cover marketing, operations, and just about everything in between. Each week, I leverage my 20-plus years in the industry to help you build a more profitable and a more sustainable business. I also work directly with operators all over the world through my group coaching program to help you address and overcome the specific challenges that we all face in our industry. Curious to learn more? Set up a free 30-minute strategy session by visiting restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. First group has already filled up, and so we've actually started another cohort. And I promise, if you're ready for consistent profits, then this is for you. Level up by surrounding yourself with other restaurant owners who are dealing with the same things that you are. Trust me, I can show you a better way to run your restaurant so that you work less and actually make a lot more money. Again, to get started, visit restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. As always, you'll find that link in the show notes. Now, you work hard to make sure your restaurant moves like a well-oiled machine. From managing staff to tracking food costs, your work is never-ending, especially when you're trying to improve your profit margin. That's why I am such a big fan of Spot On. You might know them as a POS company, but they are a whole lot more. With Spot On, you get a seamless restaurant tech solution that boosts revenue and manages costs. From handhelds that are known to drive a 30% increase in sales, plus bigger tips to commission-free online ordering, to time-saving labor management tech. They've got all the tools in one integrated system, plus a customer support team that actually answers the phone. Spot On is trusted by thousands of restaurants, from Michelin-starred Single Thread down to your local brew pub and everything in between. Running a restaurant shouldn't mean sacrificing the passion that got you here in the first place. Spot On's tech helps you get out of the weeds and get back to your guests. Visit spoton.com slash chip to learn more. That link, of course, is also in the show notes. Okay, so today we are talking TikTok. So first things first, what is it? Why is it such a big deal? How is it different than the other social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter? Very important to say right at the top, it's just the next big thing. It's the next in a long line of what I imagine are going to be a lot more platforms like it as the uh, as the platforms, as the internet continues to evolve. So it, it has similarities to Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, but is it is its own thing. 
So what is it? TikTok is a platform. Uh, it is uh, focuses on short form native video, uh, mostly shot vertical, which is different, uh, different than uh, a lot of the other platforms out there. So short form native content, anything from 30 seconds to about three minutes. That's what you're going to find a lot of on the platform right now. That's what it is. Now let's dispel some of the rumors, right? So here's what I get a lot. Well, I heard it was just for young people and that's not really the audience I'm, uh, I'm trying to reach. So number one, if you're trying to reach young people, you got a whole lot of young people, millions of people on the platform. But if you're not trying to reach young people, check this out. According to Statista, less than half of TikTok's users are actually under 30, which means the majority of them are over 30. So the under 30s may not be the audience uh, you're looking to target, um, but the ones you are, again, the over 30s, let, I'm guessing, uh, are very much on this platform. Uh, and, and so if that's a demographic you want to reach, I'm telling you that that's where a lot of them are. And guess what? As the app grows, the number will continue to shrink. The number of people under 30, meaning uh, more people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and uh, beyond will jump onto this platform. So in the beginning, this is the other thing I hear. People say, well, wasn't it, isn't it a, just a dancing app? No, in the beginning, years ago, it was a dancing app. People did fun dance videos. They were short, they were sweet, they were snackable content, fine. But in the years since, it has exploded with all kinds of different, unique, varied content. And 99% of it, again, is like I said, short form video content. Some photos, some other things, but for the most part, it's this uh, short form video, native content. Video. I don't have to tell you, video is everything right now. It's accessible, it's easy to produce, certainly easier than at any other time in the history of the world, and it gives the creator, I think, a unique opportunity to tell their own story in their own words, right? So better, I think, it, I think it does it better than just about any other platform out there. What also makes TikTok unique is that it is optimized for discoverability. So after being on the platform for more than a year, I haven't been on it all that long. I'm learning, uh, and as I learn, I'm passing it on to you guys. So after being on the platform for more than a year, uh, I'm amazed, still amazed, at how well the algorithm seems to know me. It's scary good at understanding what I like, what, um, what, what keeps my interest, right? There's a For You page on the, uh, on the platform, on the app, that makes it easy to find other accounts that are creating the kind of content that you like. And again, TikTok does this way better than Instagram, way better than Facebook. And, and for many people, many of the users that love TikTok, it's because of this feature. It's one of the key features uh, on the app. So the beauty is that if you're creating compelling content, the platform makes it very easy for other users to discover that content. That's good uh, for me personally as a user. I wanna find stuff that's engaging, that's entertaining. But when you flip it around, it's really good for the business who's also trying to uh, to reach people because uh, TikTok does this better than any other. It makes the, uh, the content discoverable uh, and, and it's really good at pairing up users with content. Okay, now, before we go any further, Quick word about the controversy surrounding TikTok, because undoubtedly you've seen it. You can go, Google it. You can read all about it in just about every major publication in the world. They've talked about the controversy. The platform is run by a Chinese company called ByteDance. That's the parent company. Uh, and that company is owned in part by the Chinese government. 
So given the state of the world and global tensions, there is some concern about data privacy. You can read all about it. Go do your own research, obviously, and I want you to make your own decisions, right? This is not a political conversation today. I am not forcing you to do this. I'm not I'm not telling you how to think about any of this. I want you to go do your own research and figure out whether um, you're okay with the controversy. But it, it's my responsibility, I think, to bring up the controversy here to make you aware of it, right? So this is not a political conversation. This is not me strong-arming you. This is just a political, uh, a marketing conversation, right? So TikTok is, quite simply, the next big thing when it comes to social media, and it represents, I think, an important tool for marketing restaurants. Worse, the, the bad part about all that is that I think restaurants are largely ignoring the platform simply because, not the controversy, but because it seems like it'll either be way too much work or it's not going to help them reach the audience that they need to reach. And, and honestly, both of those are wrong. It's not that hard. And I think you really can reach the audience you need to reach. So today we're going to talk about how you set up a TikTok account and then how you use the platform to be effective, right? That's the, the main chunk of this. I want to talk about what to post, what works, why it works. I want to talk about influencer marketing. I want to talk about accounts that I love and why I love them. And I want to show you the right way to uh, to ingrain yourself into that into the program. So a lot we're going to get to, but again, we're going to start baby steps. Hey, how do you set up a TikTok, right? So first things first. New users need to go download the TikTok app. You can get that on the uh, the Apple App Store or Google Play, wherever you get your apps on your phone, right? When you download it, you'll see there'll be a prompt for you to make a new account. And restaurants, really important at the beginning, I'll say this, restaurants should make a business account. So the account's username, I think, should mirror the restaurant's name, right? Uh, if possible, I think you should get one that matches your Facebook and Instagram handle. We talked about this years ago. We haven't talked about it in a while, uh, so it maybe bears mentioning here. If you can get all your handles to match, so, hey, I run Chips Tavern. I wanna get at Chips Tavern on Facebook, at Chips Tavern on Twitter, at Chips Tavern on Instagram, and yes, at Chips Tavern on TikTok, right? be less confusing for your fans. They'll know they've arrived at the same place, right? Um, if that isn't available, right, which it may not be, um, Chips Tavern, maybe somebody else owns a Chips Tavern. Uh, I live here in New Jersey, so maybe I'm just gonna pick Chips Tavern NJ, right? Or if you live in New York City, Chips Tavern NYC, Chips Tavern LA, whatever it is, pick something that's gonna be very, uh, make you very easily recognizable to your, uh, to your customer base, right? And of course, just like all the other social media platforms, the rest of the bio, the rest of the, the profile should be filled out, right? So you got a photo. Make sure you pick a really good photo. Again, we haven't talked about this in a while, but I think your profile photo should match on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. People should know that they found the place that they're looking for, that there's um, some connection between all of these accounts. And it can be a little bit confusing uh, to find to make sure you're finding the right Chips Tavern, because again, maybe there are multiple Chips Tavern. But if I've got my logo that's on my menu, that's on my business cards, on my website, and on my Instagram, Facebook and Twitter account, I might as well use that same logo on Instagram. They should match all the way across the internet. That's that's my preference, and I think you'll find better success if you do that. So pick a photo, right? A logo probably goes in there and make sure they match. Uh, name, you gotta put in the restaurant's name. Uh, you gotta put in a bio, right? So just a quick overview of the place, the location, uh, what it is, et cetera. 
be really uh, be really aware. There's an 80 character limit, at least right now, an 80 character limit to the bio. So you got to be short, sweet, very judicious. Go towards uh, being obvious rather than getting cutesy. You don't have enough room to get cute here, right? You can add your email address. This is super important. Make sure you take advantage of this feature. Uh, under category, uh, the, the two that I think you're going to want to do, it's either uh, food and beverage or restaurants and bars. Uh, probably restaurants and bars is uh, more appropriate, um, but take a look and see what other similar restaurants are doing. You'll probably wanna pick one of those two categories. Uh, and then you're allowed to put your Instagram and your YouTube uh, your YouTube handle, right? So links to those uh, profiles if the restaurant has them. Guess what? We're gonna do a, a conversation on this as well. If you don't have a YouTube uh, channel, um, you absolutely need to get one. Number one, most visited website in 2022 was YouTube with some, un I'm sorry, was Google in some ungodly, with some ungodly number of hits. The number two behind Google was YouTube. And guess what? YouTube is owned by Google. So it is a powerful search engine where people are going to find things, learn things, um, discover things. It's a great place to be. Surely you can put out even just some short content once or twice a week on YouTube. It don't have to be much. But here on TikTok, in your profile, you're allowed to include uh, your Instagram uh, link and your YouTube link. Okay, that's the basics. Once you get to a thousand fans uh, or a thousand followers, you'll also be able to include a link um, so right now in the beginning, if you want to include a link, it's got to be in your bio. So be aware of that. It's why it's really important you take people to Instagram and or YouTube where they can learn more about you and they can link out from there. So while you're building the account, understand that there's a little, uh, you're going to have to work, you're going to have to work around the corners a little bit, right? Now, I want to get into the good stuff, how to actually use this platform to grow your brand. Like I said, we're going to talk about how you should be uh, thinking about uh, influencers. Uh, it's a big trend right now. We're going to talk about that and much more uh, afterward from another one of our sponsors. Now, today's episode of Restaurant Strategy is also brought to you by Seven Shifts. Seven Shifts is a team management platform built specifically for restaurants. Great restaurants are built by great teams, and Seven Shifts is your secret weapon to better understand your restaurant, to hit your labor targets, and keep your entire team connected. With drag-and-drop scheduling, in-app communication, task management, tip management, and more, it makes restaurant work a whole lot easier. From back of house to front of house, managers, franchise owners, and even larger corporate teams, Seven Shifts has benefits at every single level. Plus, it integrates with the other systems your restaurant already uses, like POS and payroll. Turn your team into your competitive advantage. Restaurant Strategy Podcast listeners get three months absolutely free. Get started at sevenshifts.com slash restaurant strategy. That's the number seven, S-H-I-F-T-S dot com slash restaurant strategy to get three months free and join over 30,000 restaurants using Seven Shifts today. As always, you will find that link in the show notes as well. Okay, so now we talked about what TikTok is. We talked about how to set up your TikTok account. It's super easy, just like it was to open your Instagram account. So how do you actually use the platform? Honestly, it's super easy. Take some time. You got to get used to it. When you first join the platform, I suggest you also sign up for an account, a personal account, so you can just mess around with it, so you can play around and understand what it is, what it does. I definitely recommend spending 15, 20 minutes a day 
not in a doom scroll, but uh, but as a way of of uh, educating yourself, doing research, finding out who else is on there, what grabs your interest, what works, what doesn't work. When you figure out what works and what doesn't work, you will figure out what you want to do to achieve your goals on the platform of growing your brand, reaching people, driving uh, driving hungry diners into your restaurant. So. My recommendation when you first get on the platform is to create a restaurant account and also create a personal account. Uh, you don't have to post to your account. It's fine. You can use that just as research. But go in, follow a bunch of accounts, uh, learn what other people are doing, use it as research. Now, how do you use this platform? Like I said, short form video content. I always suggest you aim for right around a minute or just under for all your videos. What you will quickly find is you got to move quick. It requires that you sort of make your point, say what you're gonna say, do what you're gonna do, and get out of there. No fluff, no filler, short, sweet, to the point. And you gotta do stuff that's eye-catching, that's uh, that's energized, that will uh, that will uh, stop people from scrolling and actually follow and say, oh, that's interesting, I've never seen that before. So really, really uh, important, uh, less is more in, in this case, right? You can do direct-to-camera. So this is a great opportunity. I've had Sean Walshef on the uh, on the show here a couple of times. He has talked about this, about this direct-to-camera gives uh, restaurant owners such an opportunity to really tell their own story in their own words. Um, there's also an opportunity to get your chef involved, your bartenders, your servers, your uh, your your bussers, your runners, your uh, your purveyors, your partners, your wine reps. There are all kinds of ways to feature the people in a direct-to-camera. Uh, kind of way where you want to tell the audience something. That's probably the easiest way you can do it. You can also do uh, behind the scenes prep, um, you know, preparing a given dish from uh, from beginning to end. And if you shot it, uh, you can shoot content and then edit it up. You chop it all up so that it moves pretty quickly. So here we are searing this, here we are roasting this, here we are braising this, here we are plating this. Boom, we hit it with the sauce, we plate the protein, here's the garnish, here's the final dish. You can do that in about 30 to 45 seconds and you could do it really well. You could do that once a week, you can showcase a dish, right? Once a week, you can do a direct to camera. Once a week, you can feature one of your cocktails where you can show a bartender making the cocktail in real time or you can edit a bunch of clips together. My bottom line is there, there's a three TikToks you could do every single week. One direct to camera, one food video, one, uh, one beverage video. And you don't have to work very hard uh, to, to come up with that sort of content, right? You'll see when you go on the platform what does well and what doesn't do well. You'll see the right way to edit things together. Uh, and I'm gonna give you some accounts later on to follow. Uh, and I'm gonna give you some strategies to maybe think about later on in this episode in just a few minutes, so stick with me. But direct-to-camera does really well. Quick little how-to videos or prep videos, all that does very, very well. The other thing you want, uh, you're gonna wanna hook or you're gonna wanna consider hooking into all these uh, memes and uh, GIFs and other trending content that you'll see on the platform. You may not know what I'm talking about now, but when you spend a little time on the platform, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. It's fun, it's entertaining, it's engaging. Sometimes it's silly. Uh, you might you might wanna uh, hook into that given, given what your brand is, if, if it makes sense for your brand to hook into that. Again. Like I said a few minutes ago, once you get to 1,000 followers, there are other features that unlock. You can include your link in the profile. Another important thing that happens once you get to 1,000 followers is you get the live feature. So you can go live whenever you want, just like on Facebook, just on, like on Instagram. It's a very engaging tool. There's a special area 
on uh, TikTok, uh, on the page that draws people attention, uh, people's attention to it. Um, so this is something you want to keep uh, growing your uh, growing your following to get to that. And then that'll be another tool available to you. Hey, that might be a fourth TikTok that you do every single week. Um, with TikTok, uh, quantity matters, perhaps even more than quality. And I know that sounds weird, um, but one TikTok a day is probably good. Two on some days is probably great. And I know that sounds weird and that sounds like a lot, but you can batch content just like Matt Kirshner was talking about uh, just on the last episode. He was talking about how you you batch content, you spend an hour of your week and you do 10 videos, right? Spend an hour of your week and do 15 videos and so you have all your videos for the week or all your videos for two weeks. Um, it's very, very possible to do it. So keep that in mind as well. Um, finally, right, and I wanna talk about this, but you can use uh, influencers to your advantage. Influencers, as you will see when you get on the platform and spend time on this platform, influencers are huge on this platform and for good reason. I will explain why in just a second. And first, I wanna go back. You're on the platform. Once you get on the platform, you're gonna have some decisions to make. Like, how will you use this platform? I want you to be strategic about what you're doing. If you think you can take a video, put it on TikTok, put it on Instagram, put it on Facebook, you are wrong. This platform works differently than those other platforms. And sort of cross-posting isn't necessarily gonna work for you. There are things that work on TikTok that will not work on the others. There are things that work on the others that will not work on TikTok. This is really important to keep in mind, specifically, Specifically, you can do horizontal content on Instagram and Facebook, and it sort of works. But here on TikTok, it's all vertical content. So you're gonna have to shoot stuff specifically for TikTok. Some of my favorite accounts, uh, like Annie Ann's and uh, of all things, Scrub Daddy. If you're not following them, you have to go follow them. It should be one of the first things you follow. Uh, they, use TikTok, uh, they use TikTok in very smart, uh, in very unusual ways. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you haven't followed them, I want you to go follow them. Again, Annie Ends and Scrub Daddy in particular utilize the platform really, really different. I don't want to ruin it for you because it's really good. Just go check it out. Uh, I had Rob Day on the show a couple a uh, little while ago, uh, and he was talking about uh, Jack Zabby, Craft Loggers. He's the marketing director for the company. And he was saying that they use TikTok uh, for a totally different purpose. They put content on there that they don't put anywhere else. And they decided to use their TikTok account um, as a way of educating the consumer. They said, if we can educate the consumer so that they learn uh, why what we do matters and the lengths that we go to, uh, we think if we're educating the consumer, they're gonna appreciate what we do better and they're gonna be more loyal lifetime fans. So the content they put on there does not exist anywhere else. And I gotta be honest, that's sort of what Scrub Daddy does, that's sort of what Annie Ends does, and I love, I love that strategy. So that's probably something I would recommend for you is to utilize TikTok in a new way, in a way, uh, in a manner that you don't utilize the other, um, the other uh, platforms, right? Now the key to this is that you can and probably should use uh, TikTok in different ways than you use your other platforms, that's clear, right? Again, like I said, what works here does not necessarily work on the other platforms, so heed the advice. All right, so next, right, I said you gotta spend some time exploring the platform, you gotta figure out what catches your eye. Here's the cool thing is that hospitality always seems to be the last one to the party, right? So I want you to see what other content creators are doing and specifically what other industries are doing, right? There are a lot of other people that are already at the party. They're doing stuff that's working. So see what's working, right? And 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 
that's going to be really key for you to find uh, for you to find success. Okay. Now I said we talk about influencers. I will talk about influencers. So influencers really started with blogs, right? Blog was a great way of going, trying a meal, leaving your own review, posting photos. Okay, that was back in let's call it 2005. That led way to Instagram. And bloggers sort of, you know, shoehorn themselves into Instagram. I got to tell you, now with TikTok, influencers, bloggers, people can be even more influential than they could on any of those platforms because they can show you video. They can show movement, action, texture. They can show you uh, the food being played at, the food being eaten, the room where you're eating the food. And you can speak direct to camera or you can do a voiceover. It's very easy to do that. There are plenty of influencers, as you'll see, do that really well, show their meal and do, do sort of a voiceover over top of what they, how they felt about it. Super, super important. So influencers become a really big deal here and every market is gonna have their own influencers. Yes, there are national or international influencers with hundreds of thousands or even millions of followers. You don't have to worry about them. I would say find influencers in your town, this is probably for Instagram as well, that have 10, 20, 50, 100,000 followers. You don't need the ones with millions of followers. While that would be nice, you don't need it. But build relationships, build connections to the influencers, to what a lot of people call micro-influencers. People with 5K followers, 10,000 followers, 20, 50, 100 and invite them in, buy them a meal, right? Make sure you're really clear on what you expect from them and what they can expect from you, but show them a really great time, show them a really great experience, buy their meal for them. They will uh, come in, enjoy the food, take pictures, videos, all of that, and post, and they will get uh, they will get attention. Uh, really famously, Sister Snacking did uh, did a feature on, um, on Skirt Steak here in New York City, and the very next day, now, understand the restaurant wasn't on TikTok, but the very next day they had a line around the block and they had no idea, literally. One day they're doing 100 covers and the next day they did 500 or 600. And it's pretty much that way. Every time you go by that restaurant, there's a line around the block. And it was pretty much kicked off uh, by the very famous influencers, at least here in New York City, called Sisters Snacking. So as you go through, you gotta go, you gotta explore, you gotta see what works and what doesn't work. Um, the uh, restaurant sites that I would recommend you start with, ones that I think are really great, are Shake Shack, Annie Ann's, Sweet Baby Ray's Catering. You'll see what I mean. Uh, they're doing something really different. Uh, Cali Barbecue, Sean Wall Chef's account. Uh, Handcraft Burgers, uh, Rev Ciancio is uh, the head of that. He's a marketing wizard. Um, how he uses that is really, really smart. Uh, and then Matt Kirshner's account, right? It's uh, Red Naps, Matt Kirshner. Uh, that's his account on uh, TikTok. All of those uh, will be in the show notes, so don't worry about that. Then I would definitely recommend checking out some influencers, people who travel the world, go to all different restaurants and catalog their experiences and put them up on TikTok. I think you'll find that they do a really great job, oftentimes better than the restaurants themselves. So Michael, I'm gonna, I'm gonna butcher this, Michael Ligier, um, Sister Snacking and Matador Network. So Michael is a big, big influencer, millions of followers. He dines at all the biggest, highest end uh, Michelin three-star restaurants, but his account is really great. He's like San Francisco-based like tech guy. He's in like product marketing. Um, his account is beautiful. I think he's really engaging. He shoots the food really well. Again, see what he does because you might wanna take on some of uh, 
some of those tools uh, to do what you to do what you need to do. Um, again, Sister Snacking, I've talked about them. I think they're great. I think their uh, account is fantastic. I think the the restaurants they showcase and the way they showcase them are really honest and great. Uh, and the Matador Network is like a travel blog. It's like a like a travel influencer, and I just love what they do. I think it's really compelling content, and I think it's worth seeing other really compelling content. The last thing I'll leave you with the, as as you're looking at TikTok, what you're going to realize is that TikTok is fun. It's entertaining. It's engaging. Um, the content's really unique. Drew Talbert. You got to look up Drew Talbert. His stuff is on YouTube. His stuff is on Instagram. But on TikTok, I just think it it resonates really well. He does a restaurant. Um, he does a, a restaurant, almost like a sketch comedy show. And he sends up the server life, the bartender life, the manager life, the chef life, the cook life. Um, Drew Talbert is uh, doing something really really hilarious. I love what he does. And it it really makes the platform better, at least for me. And I never knew him until I had TikTok and TikTok served me up one of his videos. And I thought it was hilarious. I follow him. And now I check out all his videos every day of the week. In any event, that's TikTok, right? Is TikTok the end all be all? Absolutely not. It's just the next big thing. And I think it represents a real opportunity to uh, to expand awareness for our brand, to reach audience, uh, to reach hungry audiences who may want what you have. So, ton of information on this uh, on this episode. We're gonna do more with TikTok as we go along because I'm I think it's a really important platform and it's worthy of our time here. Uh, all the links are gonna be in the show notes. I appreciate you guys being here. Thank you very much. I'll see you next time.